to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 393 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness technology and life and... uh What's been happening in your life, Chris? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah you don't exciting, want to ask that question, really. Share the exciting news. You've got exciting news. <laughs> oh, I've got exciting news. I've, I've got a new job uh, coming up. I haven't got it yet. Well, I haven't started yet. So I, I've handed in my notice where I am. And, you know, when you hand in your notice, you enter a whole new um, realm of time, a domain of time. Time slows down and becomes incredibly frustratingly slow. <laughs> Time does slow down, but at my last job, because I was over it and I pretty much told him that, I just sat there for two weeks. I did nothing. Like I did. I, I did, mean, yeah. So I was supposed to finish next Wednesday, um, or as this um, as this podcast coming out this coming Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, however, I've sort of. Said, oh, I'll, I'll I'll come in the following Sunday to do the changeover because I usually do that. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say go till Friday, and um, and then basically he goes, well, you got to come. In. I said, yeah, I'll have to come in to print the tickets on the Thursday because you can't do it before Thursday, so I have to come in on Thursday. Well, you, you may as well open up then, right? Oh my God, because because <laughs> I'm the one that leave. opens up I... at four o'clock. It's like, well, if you're going to come in anyway, because I've got I'm starting my new job on Monday. And finishing the old job on Wednesday. So I'm going to be doing both. So I'm going to be doing pretty much both all week. No, it sounds terrible. Terrible. It's, I don't think it sounds terrible. It sounds really terrible. Uh, but then the following week I'll be I'll be so happy. <laughs> I don't think you're ever gonna leave Gilmore's. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I've already had that uh, response a couple of times. So you know, from from people there because I've left there before. Because um, Beryl to, said, "How yeah. many times have you left now?" I'm like, oh, "Shut up, You're shut like, up, Beryl. Yeah, too many. Go, go away." <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's my news. Um, we got what's been happening with you? <laughs> uh, not much this week, but we got duped last week, Chris. Duped, I tell you, duped. So we talked about. The eight year a uh, year eight girl identifying as a cat at Australian schools. Oh right, right, right. David Farrier put a whole newsletter talking about that story and what the context of it is and how it's an urban legend and it's a hundred percent fake. Ah, well, you know, I, I mean, we're happy, David, that to help you out by giving you these uh, episodes that you can use for your research. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, we're we're just we're we're just. You mean he people. wasn't listening to us and we didn't spark that story? Uh, no, I think it just means we're dumb. So it says here, <laughs> if you're even slightly savvy, you'll know the cat article is an implicit attack on trans people and gender identity. It's a fear mongering campaign that started in America, got picked up in Australia, and then the New Zealand Herald just like repurposed it. And his it's whole funny article- because I, when you said that, I. Th- I said, I thought, oh, I heard something about the kitty litter or something in yes, the state. It's the same story. I heard that. And, and I heard that that was crap. It was a fake story. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, uh, while we do have high uh, journalistic integrity, is that what we call it? <laughs> um, <laughs> we do? <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> occasionally, occasionally you want to do your own research, people, because uh, these stories slip through the cracks. I Actually, over the... Actually, uh, it's funny because you it came from you. I know. I just I know. implicitly trusted it. Nobody that listens to this podcast ever trusts anything I say because they know usually my research is reading the headline. <laughs> That's right. To be honest, though, uh, we usually do have follow-ups if something bad has happened or we learn about it. So, yeah, yeah. You absolutely, know. Absolutely. Um, so what's been happening this week? I've been talking to brands, the Building Research Australia, New Zealand, whatever they're called. They um, are the people. I know that acronym. What do they do? Uh, brands are the people that uh, do all the building materials and they sign off on what we're allowed to use and not use. Oh, okay. But the reason I'm talking to them. So remember that woman wanted that stats woman came around and I got real angry with her. Uh, yeah, 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 they wanted all my details, but they weren't going to use anything. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she said, oh, can we forward your details onto brands? They do a, a, a longitudinal or latitudinal, whatever they call it, study. Oh, yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. years of, of, of houses. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So they, these brands people would ring me up and they did an initial conversation like months ago. And they said, look, can we potentially come and like interview you and look at your house? I was like, yep, if you want, whatever. Now, the reason I've agreed to this, I'm sure somewhere I heard mention of a voucher, but, <laughs> but I'm not sure now. So normally, the, the last study they did went for 20 years, I think she said, or a long time. And this is the second wave. And uh, they looking at energy use and how well a house is insulated, basically. And But because we're in Hamilton, um, we don't have the ability for their monitoring equipment to attach to the uh, network, whatever that means. So, oh, okay. all they but all they can do is come do the interview and look at the house and measure all the windows and look at all the appliances, right? Now, these people are so damn excited that I said yes to this, Chris. <laughs> this is so worry. <laughs> Some people's lives are riding on if I say yes or no because they can't find people for the study, I think. And so the other day she rang me up and she said, "Hey Sam, it's blah blah." I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Um, uh, we, we changed systems and it says that we've done a little brief interview on the phone, but we actually haven't. Can I book in a time to talk to you and just ask you a couple of questions before the two people come on the 15th? I'm like, yep. She's okay. And I was like, let's do it right now. She's like, what? Oh my God. That is amazing. She got so excited. She's more excited. She, yeah. She's more excited than a five-year-old at Christmas morning. So, um, oh, oh, that must be a great to have a job like that rather than one I've got at the moment. <clears throat> your temporary part-time job. Uh, yeah. 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 So anyway, that's happened. Um, and it's a bit crazy. Oh, and we, we, um, we might be working on a film together. That was yes. a new thing. Shout out to Paula. Uh, yeah, yeah, Paula. Yeah. Um, I, did you uh, get back to her and stuff? Because I left that with uh, you. So I said, "Yep, looks pretty good." I think. I think it's what I said. So I'm waiting to hear because I'm assuming at some point they want to do a read through. Yeah, like yeah, I don't you're, know. you've done acting. I haven't. Um, you've done stuff. 
Yeah, you know, it's called a podcast, Chris, where no one sees. <laughs> I'm me. like, oh yeah, no, there was voiceover in the um, yeah, yeah, Sunday thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so that was interesting. I, I, I got that story. I didn't have to think about it. Um, I don't know. It just made sense to me. You, you like the story? I didn't say I liked it. Oh, okay. I said it made sense to me. <laughs> but I find it very. But then that was the same with like Nathan's film. I found that really hard to comprehend from the paper just why this should be a short film yeah and then going through the process and then watching it i was like yep that worked it was fine yeah yeah and i've got to be careful with that i i keep thinking i don't know what the payoff is yeah maybe maybe that's i i honestly think that is it because because that that was the thing i had with nathan's one and, and a little bit with paula's one as well i'm like i don't get what the payoff is at the end for the audience because you want them to go oh yeah or you know it, it joins the dots or it connects and, something or and, it, you, and you get that a lot because obviously you do the speaker coaching and you know about you know closing the loops and and having yeah, an yeah. impactful talk so if you need a speaker coach uh just get hold of us at the chrisnapodcast.com uh for yeah absolutely details but uh no you're right so um yeah i don't know now that i think about it but she did say that wasn't final script yeah and i i i feel bad because I was supposed to catch up with her and have a chat about it. Um, she, she said she wanted to produce something. It was more about um, the producing side. Oh, of right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, like probably a month or two ago. And then we organized to meet up on a Wednesday or Friday or uh, Friday, I think it was. And then uh, I, I messaged her and said, oh, we on for one o'clock, whatever it was. And she goes, oh, I'm sick as a dog. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, let's just push it back a week. And we pushed it back a week. And of course, that was the week I was sick as a dog. <laughs> I was in bed all week. So yeah, yeah. it just never happened. And then, yeah. But that's cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So that's um, two acting things I've got within the next, um, over the next six months. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to Adam's one. Um, that's, as you can imagine, because it's Adam, it's um, it's a little out there. It's in a great way, in a good way. He's uh, Adam's the director that we've worked with before. Both Sam and I have worked with Adam, and um, Adam's motivation this time, I think, is Mac. Mac is a great Dane who's getting a little older now, and he wants him to be immortalized in film. So oh, Mac, that's nice. The yeah. stupidest dog you're ever going to meet, oh, and I, I say that in a nice way. <laughs> it's it's going to be acting in this film. And it's a little bit like, hmm, how's that going to work? <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be yeah, it will fine. be. Uh, he's he's just got to sniff crotches at the right time. So I don't think there'll be any problem with that. <laughs> I mean, you've always got meat down your pants. <laughs> like some tuna or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The veggie with the meat down the pants. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. Get the Vince, the, the fake meat. <laughs> I've got some. Uh, yeah, I've got some of that in the fridge, freezer. But anyway, uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Speaking of fake meat, have you heard about Heart House? No. So, actor and comedian Kevin Hart is opening a new vegan fast food restaurant in Los Angeles. Probably uh, the only place in the world that that would work. Yeah. Well, like- being Kevin Hart, it probably would work in a bunch of places because he's that well known. But you're right, it would yeah do better in in Hollywood Um, or LA or whatever. Um, So 
It's called Heart House. Serve fast food favourites with a plant-based twist. For excuse me. For example, menu items include the double burger, which is B-U-R-G apostrophe R, which features American cheese, Heart House signature sauce, and two plant-based protein uh, patties. Um, there's also the deluxe deluxe crispy chicken. Served with honey, H-U-N-N-Y, mustard, mm. and pickles, as well as French fries and crispy tots. I don't now crispy tots to me sounds like a toddler that you fried. I don't no. know what a crispy tot is. <laughs> the little potato bite things. Oh, okay, all right. Hash um, bites. Hash bites is what we call them, I think. So he's uh, uh, he's working with the former chef. Um, um, who brought the impossible burger to, um, uh, impossible whopper to Burger King. So, yeah. How so, often but, have you, do, how often have you, a vegetarian, thought, I'll go get a burger at Burger King? I have got- thought of it since they've started doing that, but I haven't been there because oh, yeah, I, okay. I'm like, I haven't been. So, KFC is the one place I'll never go, right? Yeah. No, There's just okay. nothing there. I go to McDonald's every now and again, basically in the mall, mostly for the Sunday or a shake, right? Yeah, sometimes for fries. Um, but yeah, when I heard that Burger King has, um, we should go one day. We'll, we'll he, go. Yeah, I should, and and give you a, a, a feedback on it. So anyway, but Hearts designed the menu to be appealing to people who love meat, which yeah is that's that's a weird statement, isn't it? I know it is right because people that like meat like meat. Yeah, I don't eat meat. And I don't really want to have anything that tastes like meat. The idea of having something that tastes like bacon just absolutely makes my stomach go flip over. It's like queasy ass. Sounds horrible. So, there must be people that have decided, like, there must be people that have just gone, I'm not eating meat anymore for whatever reason, and but I still want the taste. I don't it, know. It's, it's all the ones that are going out with a vegetarian or a vegan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's probably the market. Them yeah. 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 Um, so that's probably it, which is probably a good market, I'm thinking. But yeah. Anyway, I, um, Kevin Hartz is a bit of a, um, a monster on like everything, really. You know what I mean? He's got, to me, he sounds like he's got his business sorted, you know? He does. He does. He's yeah. at the same level. Well, The Rock's his best friend. So, yeah, at yeah. the same level. So he, he, he's involved in all bunch of stuff. He's invested in a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's doing fine. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got here? I learned this week that I want a tiny black hornet, Chris. You want? Yeah, it's a micro drone. Oh, okay. Britain is supplying Ukraine with hundreds of micro drones. Click on the link in that um, yep. story and you'll see how little they are. They can fly into buildings and figure out where stuff is and spy on people and they can't hear them. They're very, very quiet. Holy crap. Now, is is there a video with that? Is that video? I don't know, but they can go 1.9 kilometer range and fly for 25 minutes for something that little, which wow. is pretty good. The first, the very first lot that the UK used themselves weren't that good because sometimes they'd step on them, they'd lose them easily. They're fragile. They're yeah. eighty thousand pounds each. The first ones. Holy crap! Because it must have some pretty cool tech in it. Well, yeah, the problem with that, I mean, usually, no, no, the problem with that is everything's um, 
tailor-made, right? Every yes. circuit, everything's tailor-made. Once you start stamping them out and you're making things, it, it, the price plummets, you know. Yes. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the AliExpress version that's not crap. <laughs> uh, look how cool it is. Yeah, no, that that is excellent. That sounds really cool. Um, Actually, I, I just don't. I'm just wondering who you'd be spying on, and I don't want you to answer that question. I, oh no, <laughs> no, I think it'd just be cool for shots inside. But talking about that, DJI brought out another drone. I swear, I don't follow any of this stuff, and they just keep bringing out more and more gear all the time. They've brought this new drone, which does everything. Apparently, it's amazing. It's, I think, with the headset and everything, it's two grand. Or it's two and a half for extra batteries and stuff. But they've made this one with giant bumpers that completely surround the rotors. And I think it, I think it's supposed to be used inside and outside. And one of their examples was for film work, like 4K, blah, blah. And that these people are just flying it in a house. I, I, I got asked by Dane to, um, uh, go to his new Manukau store and fly the drone around inside and make a, a film with it. And then it, it, it follows the, um, the, the progress of a, a thing in the store being picked and going on the truck and getting packed and going, you know, going out. Okay. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I've got a drone. I've flown it once in the lounge. <laughs> And I could go up and down and forward and back and oh yeah, let's just put that away now. So he's given me way more credit for being able to do anything with that drone. And I don't think the quality is that good. Uh on the one I bought because it's an AliExpress special. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So that's fun. So do you have to go up there at some point to shoot some film something? Uh in, in general, I said or? I I think about it. I've got to go up there catch up with them i haven't actually told him i'm leaving yet which oh, I, I meant to do today because um i've still got some work to do for him i've just sold off all his he had some stuff left over and i've had to sell it on um trade me so i've sold everything oh very good um so yeah so i need to give him some money for that too but yeah hey you've got tupperware is leaving the country what's that going what's going on with that yeah tupperware's just decided they're not going to sell in new zealand anymore they're like nope so UOL, I don't know what that stands for, they're the exclusive importer of Tupperware, is closing its business on October the 30th. It said COVID caused a decline in sales and Tupperware parties. Um, they've only been in charge of it since 2020. So, <laughs> yeah. Bad timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 47 of the last 49 years, it was just Tupperware parties and nothing else. That was it. So did you, did you ever... Go to any Tupperware parties or whatever? No. 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 So my, my mum was right into it. I bet she was. Yep. And so shout, she had. Shout out Mrs. Chris's mum. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably listening. So I distinctly remember, like being a kid, I would have been seven or eight or whatever hanging around or trying not to hang around more like, um, except going in for the food, trying <laughs> yeah. try, try to steal some food from the party. Um, but yeah, all these women doing stupid things. Mum would have them doing stupid things. She had, I remember one time she had all these, um, people, she had candles, three candles, there's three women and they had a, um, they had to, a belt that they put around them and it had a thread hanging down behind them yeah. with a, a wad of cloth or something that was wet or a ball or something. I can't remember, cotton wool or something. Yeah. And they had to go and snuff the candles out by squatting on them. Oh, of course. It, it was weird. <laughs> it was just weird. But, yeah, they just did loads of party games like that. And, um, 
Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. It was a thing. Uh, I've got to say, though, I bought some Rubbermaid. Have you ever had Rubbermaid? I don't know if I've had it. I know what it is. Yeah, so I, I bought some Rubber Rubbermaid just because I saw it somewhere, and I think that's better than Tupperware, way better than Tupperware. It's better engineered so you can – all the lids stick together. They can stack together yeah. so they're one block. They stick on the bottom of the, the dish or on the top so you can look after things. That's proper engineering. That's right. That's right. Like compared to that, Tupperware is like, nah, not interested. So, hey, a story came out this week. Uh, Armageddon might not be going ahead this year in Auckland. Right. Well, because the owners, the Cornwall Park Trust Board, are the owners of the ASB showgrounds. Oh, right. So, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And they've closed it since June the 30th. And while they decide, on the future they want to lease it to some film company called auckland zytec studio management that's what they want to do right and this guy from expo exhibitions he's challenged it in high court as well as um bill from the Armageddon. armageddon uh creator they said like hang on can you just clarify what that land can be used for? Um, because they said that it should still be used for exhibitions and film work. Like they reckon that both can live in the same spot, but basically all these major exhibitions. No, they should bring it to Claudelands. That's what they should do. They need to, because all these, there's millions of dollars worth of shows that have to go to another venue that's not big enough because they're like, you can't run these events anywhere else in Auckland. Yeah. No, they should bring them. And he said, they've got, I think they've got like two weeks. Yeah. They've got, they, they need to know within two weeks or they have to cancel October. Like that's, they should just bring them to Claudelands. It says, uh, he says the council's happy for sky city to throw around a bunch of gambling machines. Nobody really wants to make a venue that's half the size of anything anybody actually needs. (laughs) Um, And then at the bottom, he said, they're blaming me for the pause. The other guy, the sorry, the expo guy that took him to court. He said, they're blaming me that he was the cause of the showgrounds closure. And he says, I haven't paused anything. They could still have the facility open. If I had not done what I've done, it would be a film studio already. But I, I I don't know. It's weird. It's it's weird what the uh, the board that runs it or the charity or the group or whatever. There must be a lot of money, or it must be just hard. I'm wondering if they're facing what a lot of um, volunteer organisations are like. There's nobody that wants to do it, mm-hmm. and it's like way easier just to go. Hey, we just lease it to this thing over and over again, like this one crowd, and yeah, we don't I have mean- to worry about events. Yeah, I, you can see how that's a way, you know, get one. Um, but Armageddon, rent, on its, Armageddon on its own reckons uh, a couple of years ago, they bring in about $14 million to the Auckland economy every year. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Um, no, nah, they should come to Claudelands. And if Auckland isn't isn't uh, organised enough to get a decent showgrounds of their own, then that's their loss. They should do it properly too because the Tauranga one was a bit, is a bit average. I went to that once. Yeah, they've they've had it in Hamilton. It was pretty good. Yeah, before. yeah. So, I never went to the Hamilton one. I know you did because you were a yeah. zombie. Yeah, um, it was good. Um, so I I did 
just talking about how businesses are handling things, I did like this uh, story from um, the where where is it? It's a regional airline, Sounds Air, Sounds Air, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, they've done these uh, all you can fly tickets. Um, I'm pretty sure I put this one in here, eh? You yeah, did. I did. Right, cool. Um, so in, a New Zealand airline is releasing $7.99 all-you-can-fly tickets, giving purchasers three months to travel as often as they like with the airline. Which, if you live, if I lived back in Wellington, where I used to live, I would be very tempted to splash out the $7.99. Yes. Um, because but you can, you you can, can only, go you... from Blenheim, Christchurch, Nelson, Paraparam, Picton, Taupo, Wanaka, Wellington, and Westport. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not worth it because I'm in Hamilton. Because <laughs> like, it doesn't go to Hamilton. But if I was down there, so Sounds Air general manager Andrew Crawford said the country was past the Omicron and, and COVID-19. And while people want to get out there again, they've been slow coming back to air travel. And he noticed that in the US, people were really getting into moving around. So much so that they don't have enough planes, obviously. Um, <clears throat> and then it comes back to New Zealand, nobody's in the airports. So he said people are sick of Zoom, sick of Teams. Um, the airline had 17,000 seats available for the time the tickets are available for and encouraged those who bought the special tickets to make the most of them. Um, we've got spare capacity. Let's get people buying a season pass um, to get them on flights that are not full anyway. Um where New Zealand's regional carrier just want to get people back flying again. I thought that was a brilliant idea, and uh, yeah. I'm just gutted that it doesn't include because no. I'd be very tempted. No, I saw some comments, and they were I, like, I don't know how many, like, yeah. So I don't know how many flights you'd be able to get for your seven ninety nine because you can't just book online. You have to ring a a booking office between the hours of nine and five, and they'll say yes or no. Um, and, and people are like, the reason they're doing this is because they're a small regional airline, which makes sense. Oh, but, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you could do it. I don't think Air New Zealand could do it. Um, although, cause I, I assume it's still a thing. I know it was a thing when I was, uh, in the, in Europe, which was, you know, 30 years ago. Um, Eurorail pass and you get a, a, a Eurorail pass and you could go basically anywhere. Yeah. Um, for a month and jump on and off trains all the time. So that sort of thing's always very cool. But they, I, they do do that for a bus service, or they used to before COVID, for the tourists. There's a bus that goes all around the country mm -hmm. and you pay one fee and you can jump on and off. And you've got, my cousin did it when she first got here. You've got so many, so many yeah, months. Usually a monthly thing, eh? Oh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. The Temple View has an open night. Did you know about that? Uh, no. I'm going to it tonight. Oh, okay. Touch some stuff. Uh, I'm not allowed to take any photos, though. They oh, will, right. Uh, yeah, they'll hunt me down. So um, they've been doing the temple up for the last, I think they said six years, five years. Yeah, years. I know. I know. I drove through there not so long ago, and it's changed quite a bit. Um, oh, I don't know. I go through all the time, so I don't notice. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't been out they there for, for years. They and haven't all had, those big roundabouts now and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They haven't had the Christmas lights for five or six years because the whole place has been shut down because they refurbed everything from the outside to the inside. And the inside, in my memory, I thought the a part of the inside was always open, but it's not apparently. 
the pitch is online. Uh, it looks like a so, very... So on the open day, it's all open and you can get to see everything? Like yes. walking over a bridge. Oh, cool. That, that's pretty well, cool. Well, they take you in and, and the photo online, it looks like a freaking palace. Like it looks, you know, amazing. Um, they got then, all the money in the world. Exactly. And then once that's done, it gets shut down again and no public's allowed in there. So, oh, so did you explain for our listeners what this is? This is the local Mormon temple in Hamilton. It's actually like it's the Southern Hemisphere one, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like the big one for the Southern Hemisphere, right? I think it's the, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, so it's the yeah the Mormon temple. Yeah, so, uh, so um, that'll be fun. Um, it's free. You just have to book it online. Oh, okay. Um, oh well, I'm looking forward to uh, you getting back to us. And I'm sure I'll have some like. stories from that. Yeah, I've no got doubt. some. I'm sure I've got some spy cam stuff. Like if you want to have a button yeah, got, cam. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. actually, what's that buzzing noise is that a hornet <laughs> yeah yeah is that a cheap aliexpress drone crashing through the window <laughs> flying around like a retard i mean a special person yeah. <laughs> right. uh i've got something here that relates to you uh i've just got to find it it's on my phone i saved this this instagram story uh anyway a bar in australia i can't remember it is is going to outlaw people staring yeah, no, I've, I've heard about that. I didn't think that was worth bringing up. Um, I don't know why you were, why it was relating to me. <laughs> Chris' eyes are not activated and will not be allowed to be in that bar. But it seems like a stupid thing to try and police. Like it makes yeah. no sense. I think they just got into publicity. Oh yeah, they've got a load of publicity because that story uh, ranked all around the world. That 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 got shared everywhere. It was I saw it on. Um, German news and on, uh, oh yeah, I listen to German news all the time and on American <laughs> news. And what, hang on. What do you, what, like you listen to a German news? Oh, uh, Deutsche Welle. Is it yeah. good? Yeah, it's pretty good. They got good stuff on Ukraine usually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. That wraps up our weekly wrap of, uh, random technology in life. We hope that you've learned something from this and, uh, hopefully that thing is not to cancel your subscription to us. <laughs> Keep listening. And, and not to believe every single thing we say or take it too seriously. But not just <laughs> not just us. Any news article you gotta take with a grain of salt. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially these days when all they want a lot of places are clickbait. Uh shout out, there's a couple of new countries that have popped up in our um in our stats this week, Chris. Oh yeah, where's so, that? Uh Canada. We've got some people in Canada listening to us. Nice. Which is great. A couple uh some from um the UK, uh, Germany, of course. Uh, I was going to say United Arab Emirates, but we know who that is. Hello, John. <laughs> uh, hey, John. A couple, a couple from India have cropped up now, and still we've got more listeners in the US than anywhere else. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, um, I got until, nothing else. <laughs> okay. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.